Welcome to the first episode of Is It Really That Good? Where two bros with beards debate topics such as music, movies, and more. In this episode, your hosts, Ryan and Heath, decide whether or not 90s music is really that good. Listener discretion is advised. All right, just give it. Just stop. Let me, let me just pass, pass the mic here. Okay, I'm going to help you out. This is our first go at what we're calling Is It Really That Good? Uh, podcast, two, two dudes, two buds. We've been friends for a really long time. Get together. We're going to talk about random topics, and we're just going to kind of see how this goes. Tonight's topic, let's just jump in. Let's just go for it. Hey, you want to go for it? Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no dinner first no, no dinner, nice to meet no, you no. just... all right okay let's do this let's do this um coming in hot coming in hot so our topic okay so we're just gonna be chatting about a topic every once in a while we get whatever we get together sometimes in person like we are tonight although we still have our computers open listener and i'm looking at in person, but also on the screen for some strange reason. We're two feet away, but we're we're acting like we <laughs> are halfway across the world from each other. Um, because usually, his mic is picking up my mouth noises. <laughs> his mouth noises. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. I love it. We're we're not professionals. And we're gonna talk about tonight. We have no guest. We're going to try to bring in friends every once in a while, but this is our first go. Uh, we're going to see how this goes. And the topic that Heath brought up a couple weeks ago, I just want to set some stage. We have a lot of topics that we, we're going to bring up from movies to TVs to TVs toys, to TVs, video toys, games, whatever we feel like it's about time to talk about politics. We said not so much. Maybe, okay. All right. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe, I don't know. Whatever. You know what? It's whatever, whatever we want to talk about. Whatever. Okay. I love it. Uh, tonight he's brought a great topic. He texted it out to me and our other nerd friend, Joel, loser, loser, and not here. And, um, this is a great one. So the topic is nineties music as a whole, as a decade from 1990 to 1999. Is it, is it really that, that good? good? Okay. Okay. We're working on that. All right. And, uh, uh no, <laughs> yes. So he seems to think, and I correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, it is the worst decade in music. You, you said correct. Okay. Quote. Yeah, I think the parameters were just a. I don't know why I picked it, but it was I think the last seventy years, because I don't think anybody knows what music was in the nineteen forties, and I'm not gonna look it up. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Fifties, yeah. uh, you got your Elvis and uh, all that good stuff. So that's when people start to recognize rock and roll, all that. But um, yeah, so that was the country, cutoff. Country signs pick up with Hank Williams. There's a lot of different genres. Okay, I'm not gonna list. Oh, everybody worry. of the 50s. Sorry, I went with one person. <clears throat> but yeah, so uh, 90s. I think in the last 70 years is the worst decade of music. Okay, let's do this. I'm ready. I'm so ready for this. <laughs> All right. And I, on the other hand, I happen to think after he texted this out, I probably wouldn't. Uh, disagree with what he had to say initially but i think that the 90s 
when you take a step back and look at it, is one of the best decades of music in the last, I don't even know. I'm not even going to say that. Here's one thing I, I will say. I, would, I, want, I do want to say this. We're going to talk about artists throughout our podcast or artists, people, things that are made and created. Um, we're just giving our opinions on them. We're also not saying we could do it better. Oh, <laughs> you know, we are not creators. Of, well, we, we could play instruments, but we're not like superstars. I, my hands can touch instruments. <laughs> Um, so we're not going to put down, we're not here to put people down and say their stuff is the worst thing on the planet. We can't do any better, but we're just going to talk about just in general, like this, that's why this topic I think is so great. Um, it's whatever we're feeling. Yeah. Just what we feel about and what we think. And, uh, hopefully we'll get some feedback from our one listener at some point. His name's Joel. So it's <laughs> it's we the two of us came together just so Joel can listen to this later. <laughs> um, so okay, uh, we've got a '90s music playlist oh, right. going yeah. on on a TV across the room. The sound is off. I don't know what video this is, but I can tell right now it's the worst music video <laughs> ever made. I think it's just one. It's in it's the '90s. Smashing Pumpkins, 1979. That's the song that's playing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. It's actually pretty good. It's, actually, it's great. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Okay, so I'm gonna let you start. If you want to just tell us, yeah, what maybe is one of your biggest gripes? Because I got right now one, two, three. I got four big bullet points ready to <laughs> back at you. I have zero bullet points. That's right. But, That's okay. Good. Okay. So shoot. I'm shoot. I'm a teacher, so I look at this uh, analytically. I'm I'm gonna give a little history lesson here. Good. Go for right. it. Go so again, in the parameters of 70 years, yeah. 50s, I think. Shut up. Shut up. The <laughs> The 50s were just a whole new era coming out of the war, uh, an escape, just a rise of new music that hadn't been heard before or just taken to a new level. 60s were just refined and I think build up to Vietnam, a lot of politics, I think a lot of um, just what culture was going on at the time is just imbued in the music. It was one for one culture and music that stems into the seventies as well. Um, eighties is, I'm just going to gloss over the seventies, seventies <laughs> or eighties, uh, the seventies. I, I feel like sixties and seventies have a lot of similarities. If, if I had to add to that, the seventies, I think refined what the sixties did. I think it was a continuation of the 60s uh 80s is the decade of excess we were out of war vietnam is over um it's just a time to enjoy living something is on the horizon and we just know that like it just all circles around war war is just it's not on the horizon 90s is when it just went to shit there's just okay. Sorry, we were born. The generation of late eighties. You can blame me. I ruined it. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Okay, so we'll go into depth about going. the nineties. Why is that shit? But then I'm gonna say the early two thousands. Uh, it was just with the rise of the internet, you can really specialize into what you want. So it really became fractured. And if you like 
techno groove synth wave well that's more of a new thing but like hey i'm just gonna go find out the handful of unique artists and thanks to the internet man oh there's a whole culture around there man i found a home in what i like with music and then the most recent decade i think is probably this decade would be like the 70s it's just a continuation of the early 2000s thanks to the internet anything you want um you have ready full access to it and you can you can find youtube spotify all of these resources. It's not, oh, I got to go to the record label. Is this good? I don't know. My friend said this is good. Check it out. It's free. Let's do it. So that's my background. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you want you give me your background and then I'll say why the 90s is. <laughs> no, I think, um, I mean, you didn't have it. I appreciate the in depth and analysis. We're done. There you go. <laughs> yes, we agree. No. Um, so I agree, but there's one thing, and I've got a couple different things, but I don't know if we want to dive into those yet. But so if you go era by era, so this is where I'm gonna maybe review, or I'm gonna take what you said and just add on to it, and in in a light that would say I think the '90s is one of the best, right? Okay, so you went era by era, and what was great kind of about each of those eras, right? Um, and I think what is awesome about the 90s or makes the 90s one of the best of all time okay here we go this is my, one of my first points you're one wrong of the reasons is that the 90s actually you can find um basically hints uh basically tastes of every one of those eras is available in the 90s in a modern version okay so what i mean by that uh, for example, and this is the one I used today, and I was talking to my sister about this a little bit. Was like shout out to your sister. Shout out to Melissa, the best. Um, the example I used was the beat, like the Beatles, and I'm not comparing these bands by any means. But there was a a, a a wave of British music in the '60s, right? In America, at least, that came to America some British pop and rock. And in the '90s, you kind of had that in a way with Oasis. Uh, maybe I think Blur is one of those English pants too, or just there was a big push of those. And I even remember being younger and obviously a kid and watching MTV News and people, I remember the comparisons between Beatles and Oasis or whatever. Um, I also think there's a beautiful regurgitation of a lot of those 70s. What's What was best about 70s rock? What was best about because like blues? Um, 60s and 70s rock and blues, then you had, like, if this is just one example, I'm, I don't know everything, but, like, the Black Crows bringing some blues rock back in the 90s, really good band, really great music. Um, that's just one example. Um, man, you can keep going, but I, I just think that what makes 90s great is it's so eclectic, it's so different, and a lot of those, even, like, R&B, you know, very cool um, there's a lot of throwbacks to sixties uh, and seventies, like in the late nineties, I think it was late nineties with like Lauren Hill. And she had a lot of really cool R and B stuff that kind of touched on some, you know, seventies groove and R and B things and soul uh, kind of made its way back in the nineties a little bit. And as we know, things are cyclical anyways, you know, like, so everything gets regurgitated. So one of my big points, this is just one point I'm going to say about the nineties and what makes it so great is you can find, what was great about all those years and decades that you just mentioned and basically updated it, gave it great production, great sound, great bands, and delivered on 
all those goods. And again, I don't disagree with what you said. And there was a lot of great things about all those things, all those decades that you were talking about. But I really think that the nineties brings all of those decades together and just puts them all out there in, in a way better way than they were. originally. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I was on board to what you just said. No, okay. Okay. Why well, do you disagree? Um, yeah, I agree that there's hints of every era and, um, but way worse. Why do you say way worse? Give an example. I'm, I'm a fan of originality. Why would I listen to Oasis when I have the Beatles? Because it wasn't the Beatles. It was just an example. They're definitely not the same. If you listen to Oasis songs, they, it's not like you hear the Beatles. It's a different thing, but I'm just saying that that's what was great about the 90s is it brought more popular British pop and rock back, even though the 80s definitely had a lot of Brit pop. Like that's mostly, I think, what 80s was. Um, from just what I know, obviously, we weren't there for most of that, but. Um, no, you didn't. Um, but I'll just I'll just stick with that. Like, I'll take a side tangent, I guess. You can't, even though I say the '90s is trash, I can't say everything that came out of it is terrible. There's there is a ton of good music, but just if the Beatles I just won the argument. Oh, it's still the worst. <laughs> But like, okay, Green Day. You'll never get me to say Green Day because they were in the 90s suck. Like, fantastic. But they just take what Misfits before them does, amps it up. Are they better? I think Dookie is a fantastic album. Beyond that, eh. You just talk about Green Day because, well, I mean, let's bounce around. No, 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 okay. So, again, I think what you just said is one of the best things about the 90s because I also think all genres hit their stride in the 90s, and I think artists now are pulling from and cycling things that happened in the 90s because they were hugely influential. Now, this is I'm going to go by genre, literally. You can go down the list of genres, and you're going to have to name artists that will, you will never be able to recreate ever again and i'm sure uh, i can lay these out okay well, well follow me right okay rap okay or hip-hop however you want to look at it right the best most influential albums are in the 90s it's groundwork started in the 80s which makes it better no absolutely without not. the 80s no way I you don't have the 90s uh, that's fine, but without 60s, 70s, and 80s, you don't have. But I'm saying the 90s Sorry. is the best. I, so I'm saying it. I'm saying I'm not saying those are bad. That's not the argument, right? 80s is great for what it was. 90s, I think. 90s, what I'm going to say is, go if you go genre, I'll give you artists. I'm literally going to give you artists that you have this the the genre hitting its stride, production again hitting its stride, where things sound super great that they're timeless, they don't age, or they age well, I'm sorry, they don't age poorly is one of my big things. I think 90s music ages the best. I think you cannot listen to 90s rock compared to 70s rock, still good, but the production's better, the songs are gonna last a lot longer, in my opinion. I think the 90s, like if you look, okay, let's start, I gotta slow down. So looking at rap, so 80s hip-hop is where it was it was founded, a lot of great stuff. But 90s is where I think it, it obviously blows up in the mainstream 
which takes it to a whole nother level. Guys start becoming millionaires off of this. And then you're going to have these artists. I'm, I'm going to name a couple. And these guys literally will never be re repeated as big as some of these rappers are nowadays because now they're a dime a dozen because of what you said earlier because the industry has changed. Actually, I agree with you for the better because you can find so many local guys or smaller guys. And I like that too. I like the DIY approach. But, um, but you're never going to have this massive influential you just never will again, right? So here's a couple names, right? Tupac, obviously. You've got... Hot, hot take. You're going to say he sucks. Overrated. Oh, my God. No way. Unreal. You got to do your homework, bro. No way. I'll disagree with you to that on that one. Um, Dr. Dre obviously made the sound of the whole West Coast or actually popularized it. Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z, Nas, who's arguably one of the best hip-hop artists of all time. I mean, and you could keep going down the list of, I mean, Eminem hit his stride at the end. Again, whether you like him or not, but he, he really elevated the rap game. You know, that's all I'm really saying, okay? I'm not here to really say that these are, like, the best of all time. I'm just saying the decade as a whole, again, I'm looking at, right? Um, so that's just rap. Let's jump to a different one. Rock. I think rock is so influential in the 90s. Um, and it takes and builds off of things that, again, ground, groundwork laid in the 80s. I absolutely agree. But I think one of the worst things in the music industry in the last 70 years, maybe you'll agree, other than disco in the 70s is terrible, never aged well. So 70s pop, because it was disco, doesn't age well. 80s pop doesn't age well because it's synth-heavy. Still good. Don't get me wrong. Still good. Doesn't age well. It's back now. YouTube synthwave, it's back. Yes, I agree. I, I'm not disagreeing, but it's not the best decade. That's why that's all I'm arguing, right? Um, and then uh, I, I forgot where I was even going. I'm that. sorry. I, know, I, I, I just said that. But like, I think I, in general, I was just talking about talking about rock. But um, I just think that the rock in the '90s will will just will outlive even some of those '60s, '70s, um, just because of the tone, just because of the bands. Uh, Pearl, like all well, the grunge guys. I mean, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Nirvana, obviously. And I'm not a huge Nirvana guy. I'm, I'm going to admit it. I do like Nevermind, but um, that's really about it. Smashing Pumpkins is eh. Um, but every every genre to me, and I could keep going, but I want to just bore everybody. Uh, punk hits its stride like you were just saying with Green Day Offspring kind of crossing over into the grunge. But like all anything that's influential is 90s, I think. You know, 80s, again, lays the groundwork. Good stuff. But nowadays and in that 2000s are kind of like when we were kind of coming into our age as a, as a generation. Like people were, are, were ripping off from the 90s, whether it's hardcore, whether it's metal, whether it's punk. People just go back to the 90s, rip off all those classic bands that are going to constantly be regurgitated and i think we see that in the genre that we like the most hardcore metal like every band that we think you know it's how many albums from the 90s are just like timeless right and people are going to rip off forever what, what was done in the 90s you know like whether it's your crisis for hardcore or um and what else i mean even mad ball and those guys from the new york you know um and then if you look at pop, okay, so because I really like what you just hit something about pop. But um, I think like the Michael Jacksons, again, take all the other stuff out. I'm just talking about music, right? Michael Jackson, Madonna, um, you know, there's people who are in the early 2000s start getting ripped off. Justin Timberlake just takes what Michael Jackson did, 
basically and just updates it right and that's all the, everyone ever does is update it but um, i'm just saying you're never gonna everyone will look to michael jackson uh i think pop stars will look at what madonna did like female pop stars are like i'm gonna i want to be better than madonna did you know but madonna's the point you know our that's an example mariah carey i mean um man oh man i could just keep you could just honestly keep going and then last thing i'm gonna say i'm gonna turn it back over to you because this is my other point the other thing that makes uh 90s so great and one of the best decades is you have a uh it's not resurgence because i've used that word like three times comebacks of some classic artists from the 70s era who hit like a whole new art a whole new audience in the 90s don't don't say who (laughs) okay santana (laughs) (laughs) rob thomas and santana Although, although I don't even, that might have been late 90s or even early. I don't remember what year. I know what album you're talking about. Not what I'm going to say. Because these artists, I'm going to say, actually had like albums in the 90s, not just like one, you know, Um, like Aerosmith. Career was basically dead other than Walk This Way in the 80s. They They were known as the 70s blues rock band. And in the 90s, two or three major huge albums. And by the end, everyone knows, by the end of the decade, everyone knows, look it up for me, please. Um, Alice Cooper makes a comeback. He's in Wayne's World too with his uh, Frankenstein song that I love. Uh, Kiss makes a comeback. Meatloaf makes an amazing comeback with uh, "I Would Do Anything for Love," which is a great song. Hang on, uh, go, go. let me look up the definition of the word "amazing." <laughs> <laughs> what is? Uh, uh, let's see. Causes great. Stupidity and you're dumb. That's the <laughs> <laughs> Webster's dictionary. Oh my god. Uh, okay, anyways, I'm gonna throw it back to you. Last two, Molly Stones had to be resurgent and also Alan John. Just because they came out with a new album, I remember it was like But it's their it, best, they're most known for it. Absolutely. Best what? selling. Best selling. Best selling song of the nineties. We looked it up today. Do you know what it is? Candle in the Wind by Elton John. Oh, well, that's because of Princess Diana. I agree oh, with that 100%. But that takes him into a whole other level of stratosphere. Okay, are we going to the Eric Clapton debate? <laughs> with with no, his son? I, I'm saying that decade, that decade, the 90s, I think really things just, there's a lot of good music happening, a lot of things popping that I think make it one of the greatest of all time. Okay, you go. Okay, you go. You go. I wish I was more educated on Aerosmith. I feel like that's a really good take. Uh, <laughs> that's a good topic in of itself. Yeah. Isn't okay. It? Looking at their first album, Toys in the Attic, seventy-five, Rock, seventy-six. Oh, self-titled, seventy-three. I, I just don't know enough about it. But are you going to say what's what's the soundtrack song that they Armageddon? Armageddon. When did that come out? Oh, that's ninety. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. no one's gonna tell me that's a good song. Okay, so if I that's not what believe, Marsh, you know? if I believe ninety-eight, are we good? Ninety-eight. Okay, and then over something we should have started with is yeah, yeah. even though I say the nineties, it's really hard to pinpoint actually. Starting January 1st at oh, nineteen ninety, yeah, yeah. right, right. everything changed. So there's bleed through. On all of these oh, things. Oh, for sure. I okay. agree. 100%, 100%. So now if I believe Google, Nirvana started 1987. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but hit their stride in the 90s. I knew never because they released two Bleach. albums. Bleach is in 89, right? Yeah. But then 91, I think, is, is uh, never mind. Okay, so there's some black album. 91 is incredible. Um, well, we had that debate. <laughs> I know. I, I think it's their best, but. Um, Soundgarden yeah. started in 1984. Yeah. Mud Honey, 1988. Okay, Alice in Chains, 87. <laughs> Smashing Pumpkin, Super Unknown, 1994. That's the album. That's the that's their pinnacle, 94. What was the other one? Smashing Pumpkins? Uh, Everyone. We were talking just to talk about this, but melancholy. Everyone thinks Smashing Pumpkins is the best. But who's, who's, or what's that like super band that had Tom Petty? I think Bruce Springsteen. Okay, well, it's just an example to talk about Mother Love Bone. Mother Love Bone, the the pre Pearl Jam guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So eighty seven. Yep. So the groundwork, I think, for what you're saying is in the 80s and so that's so i gotta go back what you said you said it's eclectic just because it's produced better it's better i feel like almost every band that i listen to i only like their first album i feel like that's where the most creativity came from the most inspiration is put into that album. And then they say, Oh, we were successful. Now we just have to have lightning strike twice. And it's the first one that I think just sets the tone. So I'm looking at all these things it says smashing pumpkin started in 88. Um, Sonic youth. I think extremely you know, overrated. Overrated. Yeah. I agree. Oh, sorry. oh, I think they're overrated. <laughs> I, name me three other songs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's my fault. You know, again, we don't know everything. I don't know everything. I'm in, right? Hello, so. folks. I'm Heath, and I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, you know, I couldn't name you a Sonic Youth song, but I don't sit down and listen to Sonic Youth. We're also, hold on, we should also say you and I are not pretentious types. So, like, you and I don't know all these indie alt-rock bands and say, they're the best things ever, or, you know, like, the Flaming Lips or the Melvins, you know, like I, oh, it's funny you say you that. Know, I, mean, I know the names and I've heard songs, but to me, they don't jive. Like it's not what turns me on to music. So, yeah, I've got yeah. this list: top ten best grunge bands, and I don't know half of them. <laughs> Blood Circus. Oh yeah, they're huge. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Love their first one. The band Tad. I know. See, this is where if older people, I say older people, a generation older than us ever listens to this, they're going to be like, you guys don't know Blood Circus? How do you not know Blood Circus? Is? I don't know. But again, this is where I think, I really appreciate, I appreciate what you're saying because the 80s, and again, I don't even think you're saying 80s is the best, but 80s is where groundwork is laid. You're absolutely right. I think the most, <clears throat> there's a lot of seminal albums things released that changed the game in the 80s but that's where i'm just saying that in the 90s everything hits its stride commercially or whatever that makes it the best decade or not i don't even say the best but one of the best decades let's talk about what 90s was not good for freaking music videos because these things that are popping up <laughs> strobe effect was a huge thing in the 90s i've literally had like seven seizures since we've been sitting down talking because of just the amount of strobes 
Do you know what this song is? It's a Smashing Pumpkins deal again. I don't know what you're. I put in the 90s playlist. Did it just all Smashing Pumpkins songs? The only band in the 90s, (laughs) (laughs) the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, I I I think they're just not that great. I think they got a couple good albums. I think they're really that good. Do you think? But Billy Corgan. Really? (laughs) I think so. Yeah. But Billy Corgan. Okay. All right. So keep up. Um. All right. So. I don't have a list, but I'm just looking at this and thinking 90s. I think I already mentioned that 90s has a ton of really good bands. When did Foo Fighters start? Uh, 95. Um, yeah, mid to late 90s. Okay. I, know. I Again, used to we're not Googling everything. So I used to hate and I'm still this way, even though you just said I'm not we're not pretentious. If it's on the radio, <laughs> if it's not if it's on the radio, I probably hate it. <laughs> But then it comes like years later where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Everybody but me was right. The Foo Fighters are amazing. Really good. Yeah, I know. I'm guilty of that, too. All right. But... Here's my biggest reason that I think the 90s is a shit show. Total request live oh, and oh MTV. God, I, love, I love TRL and I loved MTV. Are you serious? Absolutely. I loved it. I watched Our friendship TRL. is in question. I watched TRL every Every, I did too. All the, time, all the time. I would come home from school. I would throw a healthy choice pepperoni <laughs> Italian bread pizza into the oven. And I would watch TLR. And then if I was. TRL. Don't fucking screw that up again. Don't TLR. What is TLR? Total lips. Total lips. Request. Okay. okay. Um, and if I was still hungry, I would throw spaghettios in because I'm fat. So that's what I would do when I come home. Uh, I TRL, I think, ruined the 90s. It just was who can we churn out to get a number one hit, make a million dollars? Next song. What's that song uh, that they're on, like the Jersey Shore? And the guy looks like buff, but he's like, oh, man. Here's what I, because I'm going to jump in while you look this up. Um, so I, I think I know what you're saying, because they churned through, or it was like the same song would be number one. And again, it was requested by, quote unquote, people calling in. That's why it was so total request live. But I don't know how true that was, right? And any radio, though, is you don't know who's saying right so you go back right to now, right now they literally if you listen to normal radio it's like the same 50 60 songs and on a, on a repeat cycle especially the classic rock they don't even unless you have xm they don't even go deep cuts or anything anymore what was the i thought 70s maybe 80s casey Kasem um tv, TV show weekly. oh Wait, so maybe we should Casey. diversify our our ho- podcast host and get somebody maybe generated older to, to be on this debate too to help uh, out with this. So that's very in the same vein of TRL. Yeah, but you're always going to have that because the guys, people, record companies, got to sell records. They got to get it out. We didn't even touch on new metal, by the way, which I know a lot of people hate. But oh, yeah, we'll get there. That's a fantastic. There's so many metal bands ripping off what was done by new metal guys, right? I mean, you can agree. Those single-noted detuned guitars, which I know isn't necessarily before people jump on me about that. It was like, 
but like i mean corn pop yeah freak on a leash is yeah the first album or no that's not their first it's actually their third album but oh really yeah oh with corn first album was in 94 it's called it's awesome called corn (laughs) i'm a corn nerd i'm gonna say it out loud i love corn actually i know i I loved everything up until 2001 and then i haven't listened ever since but those first five albums are great so another point i haven't brought up is every decade has i think just amazing one-hit wonders so many so you gotta like filter that out but when i go back to like my history lesson if the 50s and 60s had social dynamics in their music like we joked before in our beta podcast about britney spears you know oops i did it again like yeah that's great (laughs) oh baby baby (laughs) we're gonna do a podcast of just literally reading lyric pop song lyrics because they're most of them are just total garbage right but yeah that's great so i know i'm shitting on them for you know britney spears christina aguilera backstreet boys and sync 105 degrees (laughs) and rising (laughs) (laughs) it was just 98 degrees nick lachey sorry okay i got you i'm gonna put limp biscuit in there which dude is slightly different but that was like some suit at mtv said hey we got these girly girl boys bands and we need a hard edge we need some douche that we can get to wear a red New York Yankees cap and just Dude, hit you, on Britney Spears. Are you fundersing me right now? <laughs> you can't see, but uh, Ryan over here is wearing a red Dude, New York Yankees. Don't just don't tell him I, I trimmed my beard into a soul patch. <laughs> I just did it all for that nookie. That's why I'm wearing this hat. You can take that nookie. <laughs> stick, it you can stick it up here. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, hold on. By the way, name me. No, no, you go. No, 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 ask this question. I want to know. Name me a song with purpose in the nineties. Oh, oh, flagpole sitta. Harvey Angel. Oh, okay. (laughs) I smell. Hang on. Sex. (laughs) Marcy Playground. Great album. Have you ever listened to? Wait, wait, and. I smell some candy. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been to drop that joke? I'm sorry, listeners. That he just put you through that. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> I got a band name. <laughs> okay, hear me out. <laughs> just got done fucking my wife. <laughs> Smells in here, and she opened up a Werther's. <laughs> candy in here that's my band i smell sex and candy dude that's not the name of the band that's the name of the song by marcy play oh. <laughs> i don't care i don't care um okay we're off the rails his wife hey marcy what did we do for sex <laughs> we had candy that's a great song <laughs> Damn, Bill, it's a good song, man. <laughs> okay, let's my goal for this podcast to make Keith laugh as hard as possible. And uh, mission successful. Okay, now, okay, quick, quick pause. Let yep. me catch your, your breath. One of the best songs in the 90s playing right now. Blue? No. 
Apple 65. Uh, Soundgarden. Black Hole Sun is on right now. And this song is awesome. What's it about? A black hole song. <laughs> uh, you know, I, know, I think we have to. I don't know. So here's. Uh, let me say, you're asking the wrong guy. My wife Mallory would be all over this because I'm always like, oh, did, listen to this song. This is a great song. And then she'll listen and she'll be like, did you listen to the lyrics? And I'm like, no. Did you hear how catchy it is, though? And, you know, it's just something way out there, you know. But I'm guilty of not listening or reading about lyrics. But I'm going to answer your question. Name one song that means something, Pearl Jam Jeremy, because that video haunted me when I was a kid about the school shooting. Is it based on a true story? Not that that really matters, but... Well, I, I don't know. I can't answer that. I'm not even I'm even gonna try to pretend and somebody can correct us after the fact, maybe or help us, but because uh, we don't want to spend the whole time googling everything. We did we did not do homework for this. And so. we never will. And we never will, no, but with fun chat. Um And we said but, this before, lyrics are a different animal. You know, yeah, it like, is it an artistic expression? Whoever the writer is, it meant something to them. I don't know. But here's Black Hole Sun. <laughs> Black Hole Sun. Won't you come this song so much. and wash away the rain? Black Hole Sun. A, won't you come? There. Yeah, there is. Oh, there is. Okay. I was asking, won't you come? Oh, okay. Hey, Black okay. Hole Sun. Won't you come? Won't you come? Dude, Insane classic. Best song <laughs> of the 90s I've ever heard. Uh, in my opinion, I love song. Chris Cornell, I think, is one of the best front men. I love his voice. Um, may he rest in peace. Um, uh, were they ever on TLR? <laughs> TRL? <laughs> <laughs> we're an educated podcast here, everybody. Um, Sound... No, that was way, that was after them, though, I think, because even Super Unknown was 94. I don't think Terrell was probably around until, what, 97? Um, what was I going to say, though? I mean, it's just... So I think you bring up a good point about lyrics, but songs have to... But again, I mean, like, I'm, I'm one, one huge artist of the 90s, right? My sister and I were talking about her today because everyone had her album, and it's a, still a great album. Great musicians played on it. Fleet played bass on this album. If you didn't know, Alanis Morissette's "Jagged Little Pill." So great album, great album, right? We can agree. It's, it's their song. Shout out to my first girlfriend. Broke up with me. <laughs> I won't say her name. I don't want. I don't want to embarrass embarrass her. Um, but like but those songs mean miss something you. to her. I still miss you, Claire. <laughs> Claire, if you're hearing this, get back to you. <laughs> In 24 hours or else. Um, I'm putting Alanis back on. Dave uh, Coulier. Yeah, exactly. So she had what in her life was a hard breakup with him, right? So she writes like two pretty scathing songs or whatever about that. Or maybe there's more on there. I don't know. Um, But You Ought to Know is the one that you're referencing, right? And um, But like, so I think, I don't know, you could just look at it and do any genre i mean i know probably though i'd go the songs that maybe had, had more uh, you know i don't know and i don't know because you can't say that but i was gonna say 60s and 70s when vietnam you said vietnam earlier like those obviously were protest songs and things like that um but who knows how many i mean hip-hop songs or 
whatever songs were had messages that we just maybe were deeper than just what we think. You know, I don't know. It's that that's I think that's a hard cage to go by because, like you said, an artist could it could just be about sex and candy. Or is it about sex and candy, Marcy? Can you answer the question? Sorry, the one person on planet Earth that actually knows the meaning behind that yeah. song. All right. Um, so, uh, some good points. We got some good points in there. Um, man, man, that's a lot of stuff. Okay, wait. One thing I, I think we can both agree on, because when I was really thinking about this, tell me what you think, right? Um, no matter what decade... Maybe except for way back, 60s, 50s, and 60s, pop music does not age well any genre or any, I'm sorry, any decade because pop is the genre. Like, honestly, does it really? Because, like, 90s pop, like, what, what I'm going to say, even like, like Britney Spears and Back, Backstreet Boys or like boy band stuff, you listen to that now, and again, you're like, <laughs> like, the tone is kind of like court corny right or if you go again we already hit on disco i can't even stand the sound of disco so that obviously didn't well. i don't know if there's anyone out there. if you're out there listeners and you're into disco please send us a message we'd be interested um uh i don't know it's, i think rock out of any of the genres ages the best is i guess what it comes down to because even if you don't think let's say Soundgarden's uh, album super unknown isn't the greatest it still age well it still sounds great um going back to the 60s and 70s rock you know beatles stuff still great now many years later right 70s i i hate led zeppelin but <laughs> joe likes led zeppelin I, oh man <laughs> that is you could say that it, it i know a lot of people like led zeppelin you could say it still sounds good but again if you go back to those genres and you look at does the pop music really carry over except for the 50s, 60s? Cause pop was, you know, I think a lot more cause it was all kind of blended pop and rock way back in those days. Like you said earlier, I think you said something about like genres kind of really started to split off as things, you know, got further out. But anyways, that, I don't know. What do you think? That is a very interesting take. Is it our bias because we love rock that that's where we gravitate to? Like, wouldn't some people say Grateful Dead, that is just a lifelong legacy that just will never die. And that has gone on and created so many spinoffs, but we just don't know. If it's not Grateful Dead or Fish, what what else exists in that world that we know of? Yeah. But we love rock, so of course we're going to say that spans generations good point but i think that rock and i don't care who we are and i've got one of my good buddies i call him uh john um who i think is he's got a wide array of taste but then i was like i'll, I'll always be like there's no way he'll like a pearl like like pearl jam he, he likes obscure things but then i saw i saw a post on his, uh, his instagram one day that he, he was listening to the pearl jams 10 from the 90s and he's like this is one of the greatest or this is a fantastic album and i was so surprised because he's like an underground music guy um and what i'm going by this is again i think a lot of these albums from the 90s or at least just rock in general even let's just take 90s out for a second i think can speak to anybody and you're seeing that right now look at how many 
pop stars or pop, I don't even know, social media influencers, whatever you want to call these people nowadays, wearing 80s metal or like heavy metal shirts like Metallica, Anthrax, even some Megadeth or like even more obscure ones. I think I saw somebody wearing like, a, I'm really bad with all those death, death metal, uh, like a cannibal corpse, like a, a, a Courtney a Kardashian. Somebody was suicide wearing a, tendencies. Oh, suicidal. But like, but I think, again, I think rock can speak to anybody where I think no, like no matter where at some point, but I think pop. So okay. you think someone, you think, um, who's in party in the USA, Miley Cyrus, you think Miley Cyrus wakes up and says, huh, enter Sandman. That really speaks to me. Yeah. And she covered it. She just put it on. That's there. What I'm That's what I'm um, I think so. Some... I think I don't, it doesn't have to speak to you just to like it. Understand. I mean, don't even give me going after Sandman. I still get goosebumps and I've heard that song a bajillion times. It's, it's it universal it. that you know. I mean, I could go on. I won't even. I won't even don't even get me going on the back out because uh, it is. It's unreal and it's so successful, and it's so you could just you just know those riffs. I don't care who you are, you know. Understand, man. I, I would even venture to argue that more people know. I take more people know. Uh, Metallica Enter Sandman or a song from the Black Album that people could recognize any other famous artist almost maybe like a I, I don't want to say maybe the Beatles or something like if I walked up to my the street and I played them the opening riff to Enter Sandman and played them an opening riff from uh, Blackbird I don't know I'm just using an example Blackbird for by the Beatles I've, I've met you more people could guess than Metallica and you don't have to agree or disagree that's just that's, what I'm, I'm taking right now oh that's your hot take that's my hot take right 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 I, that's all I'm saying though is rock speaks to rock speaks to more people than or, or lasts longer I guess doesn't speak to people that's the wrong, wrong term it lasts okay. longer okay. in Come, the stratosphere coming back at you with another hot take okay. cool. alright name me five Famous black metal artists. Five famous ones. Uh, okay, Derek Green is the singer for Sepultura. He's been, I think it's Derek Green. Um, I don't know. Since that, the beginning? No, no, not since the beginning. Okay. He used to be Mel Cavalera. Um, but he's been for the 15 plus years and some famous albums, and he's awesome. Um, oh, man, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm I'm 100% sure they exist, but I feel like it's a white. I don't. Oh, okay. do, do I want to bring race into it? I guess I already did. No, just, just it's a it. it's a white, pri- primarily white dominated music industry. So who's got the money? Who's got the influence to get it on the radio? So let's play the opening clip to Rough Riders. By DMX, into club is probably <laughs> fifty-seven. Yeah, <clears throat> those are probably. I, I will disagree and push back and say those songs, those two songs alone, are probably more recognizable. I mean, we don't know the answer. We don't know the answer. No, we don't. Uh, well, if you want to, if you want to talk about uh. Black metal. Um, Are we missing a big Will one? Smith's wife was a Jada Pinkett Smith saying for a, band for a while. <laughs> it's a 
bad. That's bad. I saw that on one of Finn McKenzie's things. Uh, I mean, Kill Switch. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know his name. Oh, Howard Jones. Yeah, that's a great call. Howard Jones. Singer. And they're a bigger, uh, they're uh, a bigger metal band, but Miley yeah. Cyrus is not going to wear a Kill Switch Engage t-shirt. She's not going to cover Kill Switch Engage. Okay, here you go. Here you go. And this is courtesy Google, so this is not me. So I'm on a Kerrang article talking about uh, just African-American um, or, or black uh, metal artists. So they, they just list here. So just because this, this is interesting to me, so now I want to know. Suffocation, their lead guitarist. Suffocation is one of the biggest bands from never, the 80s, early 90s. Never heard of them. What do they Evil. sing? Baloney. Baloney they sing the song Baloney? Yeah. You know, Baloney has a first. Okay, I'm sorry, let me rephrase. Bullshit. You know you have no They Suffocation sing the song, song Bullshit? Yeah, you ever heard it? Uh Candy, which is a popular band. Uh, like animal animals as leader. Pope's in a posse. He's a great guitar player. Eight string guitar player now. Um Okay. Uh Ryan here God forbid. They're a great band too. Yep. Yep. Great band. Kill switch. Kill switch. Point. Three seven percent. Oh, the body count, dude. Ice T's band. I love body count. <laughs> There's an all black band too. They're fantastic. Mm. Anyways, I just that was interesting. That was interesting because you did put me on the spot, and I I didn't have a good answer. I could see a couple in my head, but I could not name them. So I so I, had to, I I submitted to the great oh great Google machine. So this all comes this all comes back to your point that rock yeah, yeah, yeah. is transcendent. But I th- again, that's our bias that because we like rock, we know it more. But I feel like the powers that be that control what we listen to, which is why the modern day age of the internet, you get to pick what you want to listen to. <laughs> um, I think uh, is why you think that. I disagree. I just think that you could go back, and I'll go back to the '90s in general. These '90s albums can speak to a gajillion million people. I just think that you could give somebody Pearl Jam 10 and say, listen, this album, the production's fantastic. The songwriting is incredible. The tone is, and it's not heavy. It's not heavy where you can't, it's got melody. It's got, it's so many good songs on it. Um, Other rock ones. Well, you just said like Foo Fighter, Foo Fighters. Years later, you're discovering that, holy shit, this album is really good. So again, so we go to the bleeding of decades. 10 came out in 91. Sure. So all the songs are written late 80s. Oh, come on. There's nothing. No. They wrote it all in one year? Sure. Why not? I mean, I don't know that, but that your <laughs> argument is still still not valid because that's it, not, we're talking about just purely as a decade, 90s. You said as a decade, and I'm just trying to convince you otherwise. And that's all I'm saying. So, I mean, I just think there's so many albums from that era that can live on f- and will live on forever and are phenomenal. And I'm really emphasizing my Fs right now. So probably sounds terrible. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I think you could give somebody who's maybe not into rock. That's all I'm saying, right? Like, I could give you uh, Siamese Dream by by Smashing Pumpkins, and you're going to love it. Weezer's Blue Album is one is in my top five. I love Weezer's Blue Album, front to back. I think it's better than Pinkerton, Jeff, and I'll fight you to that because I think Jeff always told me Pinkerton's their best, but I disagree. Okay. All right. What do you got? 
I sorry, listeners. If I was good at this, I'd have this pre-made for you, but I don't. Forty. Uh, okay, best-selling albums of all time. Make a tally mark for me. We're gonna run down this list. Okay, write this uh, down for me. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> do, actual, actual direction do you give it here? Do nineties. Uh, okay. Do do this. <laughs> do this now. Okay. Nineties. So 80s, 70s, 60s. Okay. Okay. Uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller, 82. 80s. Put a hash. Back in Black, 80. Uh, I, I guess I, ha- I guess I have to include this. It's one song though, The Bodyguard soundtrack. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, yeah, 92. 90. Okay, that song is incredible. Oh, I see what you're doing. So you, you looked up a list of the best selling albums. albums. Okay. 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 Bad you. Out of Hell, 97. Dark Side of the Moon, Wait, 70. Bad Out of Hell is Meatloaf. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, but it came out in not the nineties. Ninety-seven, you said. Seventy-seven. Oh, I thought you said. I'm sorry. Oh, I was thinking of. Uh, I was thinking of his his <laughs> the one where he came back in the nineties. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon, seventy-three. Okay. All right, I take out any greatest hits album. Doesn't count to me. So don't write this down. But Eagles' greatest hits was seventy-six. Like it or not, bro. Bearded bro, duh, bait me. <laughs> If Saturday Night Fever, 1977. Oh, okay. Well, because it's disco. Disco. Yeah. Okay. Fleetwood Mac, 77. Here we go. Uh, non-soundtrack. This she is a babe. Still a babe. Always will be a babe. Babe all the time. Schneider Twain, come on over, 97. That's the only non-movie hit in that has sold 40 or million more copies, according to Wikipedia. Cool. Okay. Let's keep uh, going. Yeah, yeah. Grease soundtrack, okay, 78. 70. Zeppelin 4, Joel, 71. <laughs> Joel, I've never heard that one before. Okay, Michael yeah. Jackson, bad, 87. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girl, Claire, still love you. Jagged Little Pill, 95. <laughs> okay, I got three there. Right. So. Michael Jackson, dangerous. Oh, even, that's 90s. What's that one? What does black or white? You don't matter. It's the one from the nineties. That's, that, that's a good one. Is there more hits than that on there? Yes, there absolutely is. I'll have to check that out. Absolutely, it's really okay. good. Celine Dion. Yeah, that's the nineties, bro. Falling into you, ninety six. I, I already put it on there. I already, I already hashed you. Hotel California, seventy six. Sergeant Pepper, sixty seven. Dirty Dancing. Hey, hold on. For the record, that's the first sixties one. Actually, well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty shocked by. That's it. the first sixties. Oh, from all what you've all read, which oh, is kind of yeah. crazy. I'm like double checking, but you're the one tracking it I can oh, see, I'm looking at the tally mark. I know. I'm fucking writing it down like you told me to do okay um, like you told me to do oh, <laughs> oh. um dirty <laughs> dirty dancing which I don't like these soundtracks okay 87 oh, here we go insane this is insane is Adele insane? oh 2000s 2011 Ooh. okay this is this is a list of the best selling albums of all time mm-hmm. okay um Okay, Madonna. It's a greatest hits. Ninety doesn't count. Greatest hits. <laughs> ninety. Ninety. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, bring it on against Celine Dion. Oh Let's man, talk about love ninety-seven. <laughs> she's, dude, she's bringing it home for the nineties, dude. <laughs> okay, she's here we go. Just barely crossing the decade. Metallica's Black Album yeah. at ninety-one. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know, we're tied now. Those two brought it up. 90s is almost there. Keep going because well, you're helping me out. Keep going. Okay, Keep going. 
Did I say that 80s was the best? I don't know why. No, you, you haven't said 80s. You just said 90s was the worst. That's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> so okay. you're just, you want all these other ones to win. I, <laughs> <laughs> Which is not happening. No, it's actually time. Just keep going because this is actually interesting. So listeners, hold on right now. I don't know how far Heath is into the list. Uh, we've got a two-way tie for the best, let's say, best-selling albums, how many or the most, right, per decade. Uh, 90s has seven and 70s has seven. 80s has four, 60s has one, and 2010s yeah. has, has one. So anyways, keep going. All right. Uh, I mean, we could go on forever, but we're just going to go. Let's do 10 more. Can these 10 are more? just uh, 30. Yeah, okay. These are All of these are now 30 to 39. On the list of best selling of all time, right? Is what yeah. you're saying? Okay. Yeah, but it's that started at Greece. So I'm okay. bad podcast host. Um, <laughs> Don't matter. Okay, so Beatles won. That's Grace hits, so that doesn't count. Okay. Abbey Road, 69. 69. I really thought, honestly, I thought there'd be more 60s. Because uh, that's like, that is like timeless, timeless rock. Anyways, keep going. Um, Grace hits, ABBA, 92. Born in the Ooh, USA. <laughs> Fuck you, Abba. <laughs> they, they must have Sorry. had like a resurgence that again they were in some movie. Oh, Mamma Mia, or that play, maybe. Okay, anyways, sorry, yeah. keep going. Keep, going. keep going. Um, born in the USA, nineteen eighty four. Oh, wait, eighty four. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Wall, seventy nine. Titanic. Hell yeah. <laughs> Who is our girl? <laughs> Celine Dion. Woo. Okay, let's keep going. Okay, okay. Yeah, this will be so you take, bring it you take her out of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Celine. Oh my god, she must have been well, okay. But this just that just furthers my point that like it didn't matter what genre, it just seemed like everything was popping or made sense then to people. Anyways, keep going. Rock transcends Miss Dion. <laughs> oh, Grizz is looking stupid right now. Dire Straits, Brothers in Arms, 85. 80. Wow, that's on the top 50 list. Of all time. Oh, According cool. to Wikipedia. Oh, that, 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 that Here we awesome. go. Okay. <laughs> Nirvana. Never mind. Okay, 91. Cool. Okay. Cool. 1999. I want to punch you. Because <laughs> it was 99. Or what? Okay. I, I already mentioned this once before. Okay. What is it? What is it? it was... <laughs> Fucking Santana. Oh, my God. Super it is yeah, it is. Unbelievable! Well, I know. T- TRL, TRL. No, let's, I don't know. That's if that the was TRL, a TRL effect TRL. right there. Santana was not on TRL. With Rob Thomas, was he on there? Like Santana? They had that one song off of that. Oh, I know. No, I know the song. It's Smooth. the eighteenth studio album by Latin rock band Santana, released on June 1599. After Santana found themselves without a label in the mid nineties because they suck. Founding member guitarist Carlos Santana began talks with. <laughs> this is care. not Santana. <laughs> Anyways, we'll revisit that. And for what it's worth, your fucking YouTube playlist on the TV is still playing <laughs> from stupid Smashing Pumpkins, and the videos are terrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the sound I, off? I no context? Yeah, no context. Garbage. What is? I am TV. terrified. Oh my God. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, guys. All right. Here we go. I'm not a fan. Hot take. Not a fan, but culturally significant. 1987, Appetite for Destruction. Guns N' Roses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then the last one that's in the 30 million 
is Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road 73. So you take out Celine Dion. You can't. Why not? Can't. It's the 90s. Sorry, bro. 90s wins. So and what, my and point. what was Bodyguard? Did you put that on there? 92? Yeah. Okay. So if anything, I think that tells us that movies were good in the 90s. Oh, for sure. Because everything was better in the 90s. Yeah. So, anyways, for our final tallies from what you just read for best albums, or I guess best selling albums of all time. So, by genre or by decade, I keep saying genre. 90s had 10, 80s had 7, 70s had 9, 60s had 2. And 2010, Stupid Adele made it in the list. Actually, she's, she's, I do like her, but that, she got one in there. So. That's interesting, uh, the Adele one. Yeah, she really snuck up into some good company. Like, seriously. Um, but, yeah, 90s took the cake. Sorry, bud. Uh, still didn't win it. We could break it down by genre, and I bet you 90s would still be on top. Do best-selling country albums of all time and just see how many 90s are on that list. Right. And I'll probably be proven wrong at some point. Shania Twain. You know what happened to her? Uh, she t- she raised her siblings right on her own. Or is that or is that how deep you're going on this? Or- uh, oh, um, maybe she did that. I, I'm I'm an idiot, folks. I'm not a Shania Twain <laughs> expert, but I'm 99 percent sure she like lost her singing voice. Like she damaged her vocal cords cool, and man. couldn't sing for like 20 years. Or she was raising her kids. I don't know. Either could be true. I'm making it up. Uh, There's another smashing pumpkin. Okay, here we go. Number one, Shania Twain. Come on over. Come on over. So right now, Keith is reading a list of, is it the best country albums or uh, best selling country albums? The 50 best selling country albums of all time, according to wideopencountry.com. Number one. Or do you want to go top to bottom? Just just read the first 10. I mean, just how many are in the 90s? I mean, just make a tally. Okay. Okay, Well, I got the tally going. Pencil? Different? No. Okay. Screw your pencil. Come on over. <laughs> Come on over. I'm a teacher. Shania Twain, 97. No fences, Garth Brooks, 90. Uh, oh, my God. Rope in the Wind, Garth Brooks, 91. Oh, are we Dixie, seeing a trend here? 66, yep. 98. 98. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. Uh, double Live. Garth, Garth Brooks, Brooks 98. That doesn't count. That's like a greatest hits. Okay, you counted it. Okay. These are the album sells. Kenny sells. Rogers' greatest hits, 1980. <laughs> Ooh. Dixie Chicks, 99. Patsy Cline's greatest hits, 67. I'd love me some Patsy. Garth Brooks, Sevens. Sevens is on the list? Wow. 97. Okay. Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks. <laughs> Garth Brooks, Garth Coming Brooks. In at number 10, <laughs> 1989. <laughs> well, this, so one of the other things, because I was, when again, I was talking to my sister about this, you break it down by genre. And I was just like, 90s for country is obviously a, a massive explosion of commercial success. So again, 90s takes the cake for country. Another genre, you can check the box that head over heels. Again, I'm not saying necessarily. Because obviously there's a lot of really classic albums, especially in country, that are really good. But 90s is like the bar that people measure by, at least because I love country. I'm a country guy. I know Heath's not necessarily a country guy. 
but I respect all music. I know you do, but it's not I like just, you don't. I choose. When was the last time you? Uh, Hank Williams, actually. Oh, okay. Hey, <laughs> good looking. Oh, I, I, what keep going, keep you got cooking? Mm-hmm. How's about cooking something up with me? <laughs> All right, closing argument. I've literally defeated you. I've proven you wrong yeah. in every facet. So fine. just admit that I won. It's, it's not a competition. It's not we a competition, should, but I lost. We should open it up. We should open it up. What do you guys think? Any questions? Comments? Oh, okay. Yeah, closing. Okay. <clears throat> in conclusion, you know, countdown. Give us a count. That'll be easier for you when you're going back. Uh, uh, 69, 68, <laughs> That's 67. Up. He, is a, he is a teacher. All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> well, you bring up some better points than I have. Um, but I don't think you could have said anything that would have changed my mind. That's because I can never change your mind on anything. But that's what makes me me. And, <laughs> and I, I hate you. That. And I hate you. So I hope, and I hate debating you. So there you go. A- anyways, this this podcast isn't even about a win or a lose. It's not about who won, who didn't. But at some point, Heath and I hope to have an a forum whether it's a facebook or something where people can actually share their opinions and we would love to hear what everyone else thinks 90s music is it really that good you know we'd like to like to hear more about that from our listener joel, joel. so basically it's you joel so can you just please go to facebook we just recorded all of this so he can <laughs> just text please, me please. in three seconds <laughs> yeah it's good it's good yeah uh so yeah, actually, well, anyways, we hope you enjoyed our first go. Um, this is pretty primitive, so we'll see how it turned out. We'll get it out here, whatever. And um, yeah, we'll we're gonna try and shoot for once a month, if not once a month, at least every other month. I won't go further than that on you. And it's not Heath's fault. I'll I'll be the one to admit that I am the uh, scheduling uh, nightmare. So. Um, we'll definitely get another one out. We're gonna do. We're looking at maybe doing a movie topic of some sort. So when we know, we'll get it out and uh, we'll share it. And uh, but yeah, so I think that's it. What do you got? Anything else you want to share? Ninety-seven. <laughs> Ninety. No, no, no. That's wrong. No, no. That okay. That's yeah. Yeah. It's not really that good, in my opinion. It's the worst. In the last seventy years, okay, okay, but a lot did, a lot of good did come out of the nineties. You know what I'd actually say? I'm gonna, and I hope that you'd actually agree with this. If you're gonna go last seventy years, and we realized this today when I was talking with my sister, the two thousands is fucking pretty bad. Two thousands, two thousand ten. You tell me what's influential from that era. I mean, honest to God. You don't have to answer right now. Oh, we're kind of outro, that. but I. <laughs> yeah, that's right. oh, sorry. Oh, I just clapped. I shouldn't clap either. Anyways, still something to stew on there, listeners. Something to stew on. See you yeah. out there, <laughs> tribe. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> Real good. <outro. laughs> this is not rehearsed at all, but here we go. Um. 
Uh, so uh, thanks. <laughs> He's writing down right outro. <laughs> All well, right, wait, see you later. Uh, er, er, to get from, from, from the dungeon, uh, this is Grizz signing off with Heath. And just remember, is it really that good? good? <laughs> <laughs>